Hello. You look fantastic, Al. <laughs> Do I look like? Who? Oh. Oh. No, no, no. You look more like Fred Cockroach. I'll do, Tom. Get him on. Get him on. Make him feel at all. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Adam Ann. Can this show get any worse? No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Yeah. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Sing it out. Boy, you've got to see what tomorrow brings. Sing it out, girl, you've got to be what tomorrow needs. For every time that they want to count you out, 
For goodness sake, we haven't started yet. I'm terrified, dear listeners, for several reasons. Eloise is in the studio with me, which is nice. Uh, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Very, very excited because, um, well, we'll come to you in a second. <laughs> We've got three ladies here, including one who's got a riding crop and is not afraid to use it. <laughs> not afraid to use it. Go, go on, give, it, give, us, a, give us a swish. Okay, ready? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Maybe. Eloise, just don't, don't because I'll, I'll be honest, I have got a very sore bum at the moment. I mean, I've had a sweaty bum all day. Ew. No, I've had a sweaty backside all day. You know what it... Anyway, we don't want to go in, into that. More importantly, no disrespect to the three of you, uh, Adam Ann is in the studio and is uh, very, very exciting to meet you, Adam. You're right. I'm fine. Do you want to get a little bit closer to that, uh, that microphone? That's all right, man. No worries. I'm scared of the whip. The, <laughs> The whip is terrifying. Yeah. Adam, who is she? Why? Uh, it's Catherine. Careful. She works for my record label. <laughs> All right, so we, we got to be nice to Catherine. She's a blue black hussar, so uh, be careful. And introduce us who, to else. Who else we've got in the studio well, we've with got you? Georgina here. Yep. Georgina and uh, Georgina, um, and we have Sarah on my left, and they uh, they sing um, in my in my band. Okay. And uh, Catherine is the. Uh, well, she's the number two in my record company, which has got two people in it at the moment. So. Who's, who's the second? Her. Oh, OK. <laughs> she's, she's one and two. Well, she can be one occasionally. <laughs> so who... Hang on a minute. Who, who am I talking... I, I don't want to speak to any of the monkeys. I want the organ grinder. Which one of you four is the boss? Me. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Straight in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's nice to have them, but you're, you're the boss. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's lovely to see you, man. How are you doing? Are you well? Are you good? I'm good, yeah. I'm fine, yeah. Um, I'm all right. I've just been to master the uh, album with a guy called Walter. Right. So we just came out of there and um, so that's it. This is this is a new album? Isn't mm, it? Yeah, it's coming in um, in the new year. Yeah. It's called um, Adamant is the Blue Black Hussar in Marrying the Gunner's Daughter. I love you. That's a brilliant title, man. That's a brilliant title. And it's a double album. It's yeah. on uh, vinyl, CD and cassette. Yeah. No downloads. Oh, good for you. Well done. Mm. This is this is like proper. Yeah. I've just I've just bought. I said bought about six months ago. Mm. I bought a beautiful old Dancet record player. Mm. Mm. And I've been listening to records. Well, it's that analog. I mean, the analog is so much better than digital. You just get a really fat mm. sound with it. You can hear. Well, there's only one group, as far as I'm concerned, that could use digital, and that was ABBA. And yeah. I recorded it at their studio. I did an album called Strip. Yeah. At Polar, and um, with Michael B. Tretov, who was their engineer. Yeah who was their bass player as well, an arranger, and they could use, they could actually use digital. Yeah. But what digital does is it takes the top and bottom end off. Yeah. So it senses logic that with a vinyl you had ten tracks tops, and with a, with a CD, with digital, you can cram twenty in. Yeah. So obviously the sound's going to get compressed, and it takes the top and bottom off, so analogue is always going to be better than digital. And for the kids who don't know, the sound mm. of a needle mm. going on a record, that crackle, oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? But it's also, yeah, there's that, but then there's the actual... I'm doing a gatefold sleeve. Yeah. The um, album cover of two pictures that I bought, portraits by um, Mary, Jane, it's Jane, Mary Jane Ellen. She's the She won the BP portrait... Um, Award. They're yeah. Beautiful old paintings of a lady. So the painting's called a, a girl in a cocked hat, and so it fitted in with a kind of Nelson hat. Yeah. And um, and the inside, uh, the inside is kind of about 130 photographs by a very famous photographer called um, Barry Latigan, who right. discovered Twiggy. 
Okay. And he's a one a master yeah. photographer. And you so, couldn't do that on a CD because they'd no, be no, no. minute. You wouldn't see anything. Well, no, it'll be on a CD, but uh, the, 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 it'll be a gatefold thing right. with all the lyrics and everything. And I plan to do uh, singles, yeah. final singles, and uh, EPs. Yeah. And I'm really EPs. just signing as a few artists that I'm interested in working with who I'm presenting on. I presented on the Scarlet shows. One was Jesse Ray. He's yeah. from the Lowlands of Scotland. He, he what kind does, of stuff does he do? Well, he's he does f- funk, kind of like modern funk with um, the original members of uh, Parliament Funkadelic. Wow! And uh, he wears a, a helmet, all the, like an actual helmet all the time. I've never seen his face. Really? And he's wonderful. Fantastic. And he's uh, got a backing singers called the Thistles. And they're lovely ladies with uh, kilts on. And hey, he's, he's going to be on your record label. You've never seen no, his face. No, he's not. He, he's, I've never seen his face. I've known him for many years. Cause That's he was wonderful. A, I love that. He was a pioneer of video in, yeah. in 19, in the early 80s. He climbed up the side of the Brooklyn Bridge on a rope ladder. And uh, he did this song called Over the Sea. Yeah. And he made an incredible video. And he, he swirled a claymore around his head <laughs> uh, with no support great. or anything. Yeah. And then... Um, he did that. He did a marvellous video, the best video I've ever seen. Yeah. And then he did uh, another one where he actually got the members of Funkadelic to actually go on, you know, play on, on an actual steam train with no support. It was like Buster Keaton. He was on the front. I love the sound of this guy. And then there's a very lovely guy called uh, Eddie Tempole Tudor. He's now called Edward Tudor Pole. <laughs> First ever gig I went to was uh, Tempole Tudor at London Central Poly, yeah. Yeah, he's sort of a thousand men. He's really brilliant. And there's a guy called Johnny Normal who is a kind of uh, a hybrid of the idea is that he was uh, you know across an experiment a bad an experiment that went wrong between a kind of uh, office clerk <laughs> and and an, and someone from the 80s so he, anyone he, yeah. so and then there's Georgie and, and Sarah and Georgie yeah. and Sarah Georgie was in a group with Sarah and um, they were doing some work and I heard it and I thought it was very impressive certainly on the visual side yeah and uh, we started writing songs together, so we've been writing material for a possible record as 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 uh, a separate entity. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just listening to demos because when I get given a demo, I listen to it a lot. Right. And some people I'm, would find that surprising because you know it, quite often you get here's my CD, have a listen, and yeah, all right, whatever, and chuck it over their shoulder and then never sit again. But you'll sit down and have a listen and yeah, I, I can pretty much hear because I'm after I'm after hit records. I'm not yeah. after. I'm after people that that a music lovers. Yeah. Got to be music lovers. They got to love music. They got to have a passion about it, which means if they don't, if they don't work, hey, they don't eat, and if they don't want to work, then they're no good to themselves yeah. or me. But uh, just there's some great music out there. But it's almost there's so much that if you happen to be lucky enough to get some, it's sort of serendipity. Sometimes it works. Sometimes, like if someone sent me something, I don't understand or get into or, or understand i'll give it a listen right um there's always that potential but i've just seen the whip being waved yeah. in the court in the periphery of my vision <laughs> well she keeps oh. people you see Catherine does the money <laughs> am i asking the wrong questions <laughs> what what do you want me to ask Catherine? i'm sorry i'll do it i'll ask do it and you like because it's getting boring me why don't you talk, no, ask it's about it's not about i tell i know ask georgina and sarah what's yeah. he like to work for <laughs> <laughs> pretend pretend he's not in the room. Okay. Yeah, I want the honest yeah. answer. Can you put the he's, whip down? He's <laughs> not holding the whip, so no. you can give me the... What's he like to work for? Abs- an absolute joy, right, Sarah? <laughs> yeah? Don't hurt us. Please, put the whip 
Yeah. No, it's you know you you can learn so much from someone yeah. who has actually done what you want to do. Yeah. And um, I don't know, you know, he can be a little hard on us sometimes, but I think it's meant from a good place. Yeah. And um, please put the whip down because it's freaking me out. I, do you know what? There's a sense of tension in the room that only comes from a, from a lady wearing a lovely hat and holding a whip. I think you should yeah. come in every night, for goodness yeah. sakes, Catherine. <laughs> Someone's got to keep us in line. Well, exactly, you're driving this, this thing along. Now, Adam, I'm, I'm, when I knew you were coming on, I got very excited. And I wasn't sure, is it Adam or is it Stuart? Is the, the Stuart well, still Adam, around or...? Well, the only two people that call me Stuart are my mum and the police, so I prefer <laughs> Adam. <laughs> If you, if you do something naughty, does, you, does your mum phone up? Stuart. She calls uh, the police. No, she just calls me Stuart. She, right. no, if my mum called me Adam, then I know she's after something. Right. Um, <laughs> but but my family call me Stuart. Right. No, but uh, I, I like Stuart. My uncle Mac was in the Black Watch Regiment in the Second World War. Yeah. And he, because I'm half Roman Egyptian, half Scottish, because my, on my dad's side, they're Irish, they're, they're Scottish, McLean. Yeah. And on the other side, the Roman Gypsy. Yeah. My grandfather was um, born in a caravan in Oxford in 1898, and he was uh, a submariner in World War One. Mm. So I, he was my hero. He was somebody who has taught me everything that I, I'd now sort of follow, really. Yeah. Because um, I think, really, with grandparents... You have more time with them because they brought up their kids and they've had you, but yeah. they appreciate the love that you give them and they, they've got wisdom if you're willing to listen. One of my regrets is I didn't spend enough time with my grandparents. And I, I you know, and I'm very, I, we've got a little boy now who's 10 months old and I'm making sure that he spends as much time with both sets yeah. of grandparents yeah. as he can because I miss that and that's one of the few regrets I've got really. Um, should we play what, do, should we play one of your songs? You haven't got even new stuff here, have you? No, I, no, no I, I've, I mean, the thing is that Really, it's uh, it's an old-fashioned, traditional way. I'm very much uh, stuck in my ways. I'm a traditionalist, and I believe that, you know, it, I, I hold off. I'm very secretive about yeah. work. I think one of the key things to um, any record is secrecy. Yeah. And that's one of the things I demand from anybody working with me. Um, and I learned that from Malcolm McLaren, who I think, I was very lucky to come across because he was one of, I think, the half dozen genius this last century. Yeah. The others being Picasso, Einstein, you know, Dali, and um, you know, people. I mean, primarily Picasso for me. But you know, someone who has an original thought. Mm. Malcolm was very, very secretive. Yeah. I mean, he was just because an, an idea shares a whole idea finished really. Yeah. And now with the internet, you know, it's ludicrous because it's gone. I mean. Everything's out a month before it's released. Mm. Someone's got a copy and it's on a torrent site mm. somewhere and they're downloading it and yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no magic or mystique about releases anymore, I think. Not really. I mean, on the other hand, you know, when you do a live concert, there's no point in stopping kids with mobiles because they get great shots. They can get, and get right up close. Yeah. And when you have a film crew in, they've got to stop everything. And kids don't want to see a concert, you know, with people sort of moving them out of the way and all that business. But that, if you do that, then that's fine because you've organised it. You'll, you, you'd invite, le- you know, less people. Yeah. But the kids can get great shots, and on the internet you do something, and it's around the world. Yeah. That's quite extraordinary. But when it comes to actually the, the work, I've spent 15 years waiting for this record. Yeah. And it's not, it's the next record. I yeah. don't look at it better. I, I think it, it's the best shot I've got. I've, I've put a lot of work into it, and obviously there's more emphasis on it because there's expectancy. But mm. to me, it's style is simply consistency i've always approached my work the same 
it's always been 10% inspiration, 90% perspiration. So for me, the inspiration was, you know, the sort of day after I finished the last one. Mm. And then I've been through, you know, I've had uh, ups and downs, but I consciously, after the wonderful tour, which was not wonderful because I got a very serious illness mm. called mononucleosis, which... I had on the tour in America, and I was... That's, at, that's glandular fever, isn't it? Yeah, but I had acute money. Yeah, yeah. And I was on the road, and I had no support from the record company. They pulled out. They pulled off the record because they didn't like it. Mm. And the record companies had complete autocracy over anything you did. And, um, yeah, just had an A&R man decided, well, no, you know, it's not... And with me, if it didn't go top ten, then it was, you know... Uh, you know, it ain't working. But yeah. I was committed, so I went and played, and then I found myself kind of working secondary routes and having to play places and I remember being on stage and hallucinating it was actually mm. like watching somebody else perform and yeah. I, but I was a machine I was a machine I actually would come off stage completely ringing wet um, and go to the, the bus and lay in my clothes soaking wet no joy from the performance uh, I don't remember I wasn't right. joy I, no I had no it was the first time I ever didn't want to go on stage because yeah. I knew that I was not giving 100% but I was a ghost I was a dead man walking yeah. and, and and then you come off that and I got glandular fever in Mexico I went to um, Tijuana mm. and I went on stage and some fool put an ice cube in the in the uh, orange juice and that was the end of it you know yeah. I, and, 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 and you don't know and I, and I remember being in New York City and singing um Sin by Nine Inch Nails because they just done physical. They did a version of mine, so I did it in return because I'd done a gig with uh, Trent Reznor. Yeah, and because he covered physical, and I did Sin, and I remember being on stage singing it, and I, I was just like, you know, it was kind of it was very strange. I, it was an out of body experience, yeah. and I thought, no, you're just tired. But I'd become a robot. Yeah, you know? and I just think that's the main thing I would say to any musician now is just. Uh, you know, take a break. Mm. I'll take a break from it, and you know, you know, there, there's always um, there's always time. You know, take your time. Listen, I'm gonna play some adverts. When we come back, we'll play oh, a song. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. We have Adam and, and his friends. Uh, more from Adam after this. Absolute Radio. This festive season, head your bets by sending a Christmas wish list to Santa and Absolute Radio. This is Nick Jackson, and my Christmas wish list would have to consist of one of those fancy new e-book readers, a brand new television, and tickets to next year's British Grand Prix at Silverstone. We want to make your Christmas great, all thanks to Microsoft Office 2010. Go to absoluteradio.co.uk right now and tell us your ultimate wish list up to the value of £5,000, and one lucky person will win it all. If you're buying a PC or laptop this Christmas, don't forget to make it great with Microsoft Office 2010. This year, make your Christmas great. Thanks to Microsoft Office 2010 and Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If you see a Best Buy product at a lower price elsewhere, in store or online, we'll match it and give you 10% of the difference. This is how it works at Best Buy. Price Promise applies to competitor stores within 15 miles of any Best Buy store and selected websites. Proof of competitor's price required. Exclusions and other conditions apply. See bestbuy.co.uk. What does the BGR in BGR Bloomer stand for? Be 
means you'll be hard-pressed to find a better solicitor if you've been injured in a road accident that wasn't your fault. G is for the good news that you could claim compensation for medical expenses and loss of earnings too. And R is because BGR Bloomer can help you reach a speedy settlement. BGR Bloomer. Fast, friendly and free. Call 0800 1 777 There's never been a better time to join Virgin Media. Right now you can get amazing entertainment half price for six months. That's 65 must-have TV channels, unlimited weekend calls and fiber-optic broadband for just £9.50 a month. Hey amigo, you forgot to say andale, andale, arriba, arriba, speedy broadband. So I did. TV calls and andale, andale, arriba, arriba, speedy broadband. All at half price, just £9.50 a month. Mucho espera, amigo. Get yours fast. To guarantee set up for Christmas, including free installation, order by 10th of December. To find out more, call 0800 or go to virginmedia.com slash bundles. Cabled areas and new customers only. 18-month contract includes 0102 and 03 calls. Line rental £12.24 a month. Offer conditions apply. At home base, all bathroom suites and Schreiber fitted bedrooms are half price. And from Thursday, there's an extra 15% off sale prices when you spend over £150. What's more, come along to a design and planning consultation for a chance to win a million nectar points. Offer ends Christmas Eve. Home base. Terms and conditions apply. It's only at Christmas I remember I've got more godchildren than Vito Corleone. Me too. Teenage kids, what on earth do you buy them? A digital radio. A radio? Very cutting edge. Exactly. Digital radios have loads of music stations and some even have internet radio and iPod docks. So if you're the godfather and you give them a digital radio, it'll be... An offer they can't refuse. Oh. Even the surliest teenager would love a digital radio this Christmas. For more details and to check which stations you can get, go to getdigitalradio.com. Digital radio. More to love. Get a Kodak 12.3 megapixel camera with optical zoom for just $59.99. Only until December 24th. At Best Buy stores nationwide and bestbuy.co.uk. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Absolute. Radio.
Adamant and uh, Xerox. I'm embarrassed because I... Are you, are you embarrassed by the hits? Because some people, 20-odd 20, 20 years oh. later, they get a bit embarrassed no, by I, it. I love them. Really? I like, you know, I mean, I wouldn't put them out if I didn't love them. I don't listen, I don't go home and listen to them. No. But I do when I have to work, I, I sit there and think, oh, yeah, you know. I, I don't, I think that, you, you know, if, if it's not ready, don't put it out. Yeah. It's like if a cook, a chef or whatever is making a cake yeah. and it ain't right, he starts again. If he's going to stick something out substandard, then he's not going to ever be the best cook in wherever. Yeah. And you know, there's no... I mean, I did my job. I don't think the record company um, did theirs. I think if they did, then I'd be an extremely rich person. But What do you, what do you think went wrong? You, you, I was you, getting 9%. That's what went wrong. Really? And, and they were of, selling millions, though. And out of 9%, I had to pay the band and the crew yeah. and everything else. So, really... It was a kind of... I think the guy out of um, Blur had it right when he wrote Dave or Prince wrote Slave because it's as close as I can think to, yeah. you know, I'd say financial sodomy, really, yeah. I would describe it. Um, and I that's, think, that's a good name for an album, by the way. Financial sodomy. Yeah. Keep that. But it, it, they know it and they know what they did. But, you know, basically they've got no friends and now they're, they haven't got a business, really. Yeah. I write all the songs, I wrote all the hits, and um, that's where I make my living. Do you still get money from yeah. the hits? You still yeah, get well, paid for the, them? The publishing's what you live off. Right, okay. Uh, if I didn't, I'd be in big trouble, yeah. but I do. And But even then, you know, the societies that are supposed to protect writers yeah. really don't... I mean, any rock and roll musician will tell you that... You know, well, here comes the tea. Oh, here comes the tea. Here comes the important stuff. Would you care to sit with me for a cup of English tea? Very twee, very me, any sunny morning. There you go. You can have that as a souvenir yeah. well, of the evening. <laughs> An absolute radio mark. I'd rather take home. But if, if uh, Catherine gets away, <laughs> there'll be blood-stained <laughs> tissues to take home. Um, You've been very restrained with the, the crop. It's got I, to don't, I, I don't really want to come across as moaning money, but I no, think no, no, someone has to. I think it's I think, interesting... There's yeah, young bands out there at the moment. If you want to kill yourself, you want to fight to commit suicide. Yeah, go to a major record label. Right. Um, and really, everyone has to go up about Simon Cowell. But Simon Cowell, he basically, I don't mind. I don't mind the guy because he keeps art out of the way. Yeah. He doesn't try and get arty. He's not an, you know, he doesn't slink into a gig and, hey man, you know, they're all trained lawyers. They got a book. They've got an actual book. Yeah on how to deal with artists yeah. basically come on in and you know um, and but there are people there were two people at my record label mm. who were any good and the rest were like Man, I don't know what they are they'd have been better off in a film like E you come over <laughs> um, you know because basically you, you know you, you, <laughs> it was like do it or you get a head under the, a, head, a horse's head under, under the, the bed yeah. but in the meantime go out there and you know and, we'll, and then when you with me like, you get the number one, the only way's down. So on every record I'd went top 30, and when every sing every album wasn't producing, you know, a number one and what, you know, um, it was like, ah, nah, next. And, 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 and a new team. Yeah. The trouble is, it was like, shoot out of the OK Corral. But that's the nature of pop, though, as well, isn't no, it? No, is... well, the nature of pop is the turnover was so yeah. quick, because you get these... They're, they're, they're journeyman people. Yeah. Kind of A&R, is A&R, I don't know what's supposed to be, artist repertoire, I mean, it's anally retentive. <laughs> and basically what they do is they come in and the first thing they do is shoot off everybody that was there yeah. in the middle. So if you're one of the people there, you're a dinosaur, so you're gone. Out, yes. And I recorded an entire album um, 
with Larry Blackman, Bernard Edwards, Tawatha, the, the, all the backing vocals of Luther Vandross. You know, a great, I, it's a great, I don't make bad records, there's no way. And um, some donut comes in from England and is just given a job and it's like, nah. So and he's didn't a dinosaur, we'll get rid of it. No, but Jamie Hewlett, who did Tango, I, I found him in, in Hove, yeah. discovered him, he did the cover. And it was like, nah. Um, so, you know, I've got it now, so better man. But, you know, at the end of the day, my granddad said God always pays debts without money. And mm. one day they're going to wake up and think, because they're going around saying, I signed Adam Ant. They never signed anything at all mm. the guy claiming to sign me didn't know he was like but a guy said you know we did dog eat dog and i went in there he goes oh no it needs more drums did that so so i went off and did nothing and a cup of tea come back then he's much better because the left hand speaker in his room was broken that's <laughs> ridiculous a plank. The guy's a plank yeah a plank if he if i'd want to make him walk it <laughs> <laughs> the, the, you talk about less drums, more drums. The double drummers. Yeah. It's one of the cool images I remember from the 80s. How did you come, come about with that? Well, I couldn't do it with one. Really? I mean, it was basically, you got a 4-4, got a four, four, and then you got all these cross rhythms. Yeah. Which was from Burundi. And from... Uh, I, I got I, Before that, I'd seen James Brown. He had two drummers. Right. Um, and, 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 and it was just quite uh, I mean before the 70s a lot of drummers like Ginger Baker or whatever, they had two drum uh, two bass drums two bass anyway. drums yeah of course and they could play them or Keith Moon he was like free drum kids yeah. he was but um, with me it was just and also very visually exciting yeah was, of course this sort of and my drummers were like a, a machine like Terry and, and Chris were like machines it was like a, a whole rhythm if you watch them play it's like a sort of they're playing all these rhythms, but they're totally in control looking at each other. Yeah. they, you know, they, it was like a, uh, a body. Because my first ever gig at the ICA in 1977, uh, I turned, I said we were a country and western band, and I turned up in a gimp mask and all leather and <laughs> did beat my guest and got kicked out. But we finished the show courtesy of John Dowie. Why did you say you were a country and western band? Because I knew they'd never book us. <laughs> But it was the Institute of Contemporary Art. I thought that's pretty contemporary. But we went out the back and finished it, and um, and I, <laughs> I took the hood off. And, oh, he's got blue eyes. And a bloke said to me after, he said, well, just remember one thing. Now, this is serious. He said, and a band is like a body, and you're the head. Yeah. And without arms and legs, you're nothing. And without a drummer, any singer will tell you. Uh, you've had it because singers look, you know guitarists are just nutcase I mean every guitar player wants to go to an 11 yeah like, eh, eh, when you go in a mix you know, to mix a record all they're listening to is themselves yeah know? I used to go out like, you just play around a bit I'll go and have a cup of coffee I'll come back and tell me when you're ready go and say right the voice is too quiet because I want to hear the words yeah and uh, <clears throat> guitarists just uh, they just can't help themselves mm. I mean they just can't help themselves to me, the rhythm section is so important. Mm. And then the vocals, you see, you can't tune a throat box. You can't tune that. And that's a muscle that's human. And if you're doing 60 dates on an American tour, which I did eight of, um, you, if you don't use your diaph- if you don't actually use it, if you don't know how to use it... You're going to blow it. You've had it. Yeah. And, you know, so it's about guitarists... Um, you know, there's, there's some good ones, but not many. <laughs> we should, before I forget, and we'll mention it again before you go, we should do, we should do the business side. You have got two um, gigs mm. that are coming up. Um, I've got a lot of gigs coming up. Have you, mm. The two I've got here 
what, what is this tour called? The, the it's the Good, the Mad and the Lovely World Tour of London 2010-11. Beautiful. Because I'm not going out of London, I'm going home at night. I've had enough of touring. <laughs> <laughs> the two gigs I've got. <laughs> they've got mobile phones. And you, you live in North London, don't you? No. Oh, do you I, not? No, I live in a hole in the back of it. No. Um, <laughs> I, I live in London... Top secret, somewhere. top secret in, location in, in the in the in the uh, west in the west somewhere. Okay, the, the, <laughs> in the wild west. The wild west. Yeah. The two gigs I've got here: sixteenth of December, the Camden Electric Ballroom, yeah, uh, and the twenty-first. What's it called now? The Kentish HB, Town HMV HB Forum. Forum. I'm doing that. Plus, I've got. You should be the town and country. In. But you know, you never know if that goes well. I'll do more. But are you enjoying it now? Oh yeah, I love yeah. it. I, I love you know, I love going on stage because really, that's for me. Um, Really, next to making love, it's the most wonderful place on earth. Yeah, right? and because it's just totally, it's where I get. That's what I train to do. Yeah, and I always leave my best shot in the gym. So when I go on stage, literally anything can happen. Yeah, and it's good because they're good on stage, mad and lovely. <laughs> I'm mad, and what are you then, Kathy? Yeah, <laughs> you got that bloody. Do you have someone's eye out with that love? Jeez, that, I know. She have your eye out. So, and the girls are lovely, of course. Uh, Sarah hasn't said anything, have you, Sarah? Go on, Sarah, say something. I've been a little quiet, but I like to let him have his moment, you know. <coughs> Thank I you. like to let him think he runs the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're all looking very glamorous. The lady's looking very glamorous. You're all looking very... I'm hearing the lovely sound. A lot of leather as well is going on. I was just thinking that. There's a lot of cow on this side, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> sound, sound we good. Sound good. Listen, I'm going to... Adam, I'm going to ask... Can I ask a favour? Yeah, sure. And I would never normally ask this, but... Depends what it is. <laughs> you couldn't lend us a fiver, could you? Uh, no. I no. told my sister that you oh. were coming on, oh. and she... What's your sister's name? Joe. Okay. Now, I know for a fact her phone is switched off. Would you mind leaving a message on her answer phone? Yeah, sure. Because she... Well, yeah, well, a good one. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah don't, don't leave something rude. She's, been, she's loved you for, like, the last 30 years. <laughs> Okay. It's Adam Ant here. Get stuffed. <laughs> but, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to dial her number. Oh, no. Oh, this could be good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, told her she, I told her you were coming on today, and she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and if, if you do this, I don't, have to, I don't have to buy any Christmas presents. I know, that's, uh, this is... Uh, right, I'll just, let me just dial you're, it. You're away. I'll, t- I'll tell you when, it's, um, when it goes through to the answer phone. We're just ringing it's her okay. now. She'll answer it, you know. She better not. Oh. Who is it? Go away! Stop pretending. To be. It's not Adam Ant. I never liked him. It was Nick Kershaw. <laughs> I liked Nick Kershaw. He's there we go. This is. I'll tell you when we just live in. That's. Uh, Find out the wrong person. <laughs> Someone's going to get a surprise. Okay, here we go. Hang on a second. You're through to my sister. Hello. It was from Joe. Joe. Hello. No, she's not there. Oh, hello, Joe. Leave a message. Hello, Joe. This is Adam Ant, and I'm calling from. Uh, uh, Absolute Radio, and I'm sitting here with uh, three young ladies. One's got a whip, the other <laughs> one's got very lovely legs uh, with a short skirt, and the other one... This on my is my sister, don't cheeky. leave a mucky message oh, on sorry. her phone! <laughs> 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 for goodness sakes! Um, say something complimentary. I'd like to say, I'd like to wish you a happy Christmas and a, oh. a wonderful new year, and uh, I've got plenty around the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging up. Joe, I can only apologise. <laughs> Oh, I'm embarrassed, but I'm excited at the same <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm not totally sure that, what that means. I think it's quite rude. I've got a feeling. I've well, got a feeling it's... I'll get thrown off. <laughs> it's, a high, it's a high frequency swear. I've we got didn't, you know. <laughs> Listen, I, <laughs> I, 
are you all right to stick around for another 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, sure, that, yeah. It's okay. I'm going to play a song and we'll be back uh, in a bit okay. with some more Adam Ant. <laughs> Tonight's movie night in at Blockbuster. Leonardo DiCaprio stars as a thief of a subconscious mind in the mind-blowing action film Inception. I know how to search your mind and find your secrets. Rent any three movies for just £10.50, including Inception. Out now at Blockbuster on DVD and Blu-ray. Watch the movies you want, when you want them. Only at Blockbuster in-store and online at blockbuster.co.uk. Membership's free. Hi, Tess here at Claire's Christmas dinner party, and it's not just the turkey that's tasty. Since using nice and easy, Claire said stuff it to a black sack dress and slipped into a little red number that would make even Father Christmas blush. <gasps> its new improved multitonal formula is their most natural looking yet, which is why it's the UK's number one. 
How are you feeling, Claire? Delicious, thanks, Tess. Go on, be a shade braver this Christmas with Nice and Easy. Now two freight pounds at Tesco. Our friends January 3rd. Selected UK stores subject to availability. Permanent shades only. On Christmas Day, I want my mum to have to work as a prostitute. And then I want to be all alone in our cold, dirty flat. And then I want to go hungry because there's no food. And then I want to sit among the used drug needles and just wait for my mum to come home. Whenever that is. Thousands of kids in London will be alone this Christmas. Help Kids Company change that and make it a Christmas to remember for 3,000 vulnerable children. Please donate £5 at facebook.com slash kidscompany or text KIDSHELP to 70700. Whoever thought that mobile phones would ever contain so much, do so much or be such fun? So at the Carphone Warehouse, we offer simple, impartial advice to help you find the right phone with all the best stuff on it that's perfect for you. And with our new free walkout working service, we'll help make sure you're set up and ready to go. By setting up the date and time and syncing your email to taking you through your operating system and downloading your first app. Walkout working from the Carphone Warehouse. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. I wish... Salute. Radio. I wish, dear listener, you could hear what goes on uh, when the adverts and the records are playing, because it, it, it's filth. Uh, it's probably illegal, I would say. I didn't know that Adam Ant's got a whip as well, all of a sudden. Yeah, right? look, I've got a whip here, mate, and uh, <laughs> I kicked him head. out, and I've, uh, I'm Ray Winston, and I'm... He's got plenty round the back. I've got plenty round the back. <laughs> Who'd have thought, this, this, at this stage of your career, you've got a catchphrase all of a sudden, yeah. Adam. That's where it went wrong. I've got plenty round the back, mate. <laughs> How, listen, I've, I've read your book, the, uh, the Stand and Deliver, the autobiography. Mm. Uh, it's a cracking book. Thank you. It's very honest. <coughs> yeah. Was it, how, how did you feel writing it? Because you don't <coughs> back in the slightest, really. Uh, I had no choice. I needed the money, really. Uh, I, I had no money at all because uh, I was extremely ill yeah. and I got myself in a lot of trouble and uh, paid the price. And then I, I, I found myself uh, almost... I know, blacklisted, really. Yeah. And uh, to put no sort of short term in it. And uh, I literally, you know, you can't live off of um, posters and wonderful autographs. Mm. So I had to do something. And I, I wrote journals from the first minute I started in the music industry. Well, not in the music industry. started punk, being a punk rocker. And um, I just wrote down, not a diary, but it was like a journal. Because I thought, you know, this is something's happening here. This is something very special happening on the street. And I wrote down what happened. And I actually bought um, Naked Lunch by um, uh, William Burroughs. And I hated it. So I, I just wrote between the lines because mm. I was so broke. And uh, that volume exists. And I did that volume. I'm going to publish that on my own <coughs> publishing yeah. company, Blue Black Azar, because uh, it's actually the truth. And what happened when I was ill, I was so ill, I, I was eating my soup with a fork, I mean, I didn't know where I was, yeah. and I had to, literally had to um, get money, so um, I just had to do a publishing deal, and they, I really did a very, very bad one, because they took full advantage of the fact that I wasn't playing with a full deck. Yeah. And uh, I had to do, like, an eight-city tour, and I was a plank, you know, I, I had no idea where I was, I was pumped full of like antidepressants which I think are tantamount to sort of I don't know I don't know I mean you know when I was a kid I read 1984 and I think we're living in 1984 mm. now and I think that it's the sort of antidepressants I handed out like 
you know, sweeties, and they're very serious drugs. Very I think they serious. can be helpful for the right person at the right in a time. Crisis, but you're yeah. right; they can be. But they don't out. win you off it. No, and they no. don't educate people yeah. about how they got to deal with it. And you do have to speak to your doctor, but doctors don't have the time, obviously. Yeah. To deal with everybody, because I would suggest, you know, alternative. And I'm going off the beaten track here, but it's true. If you're feeling that way, it's usually because you're tired. And there's been two or three crises. You lose your job, you lose a family member, you get a bad illness, mm. and you just can't handle it. Mm. And at that point, you've got to take a rest, and you've got to hug a tree, go for a walk, or be with an animal, you know, like cuddle something. Yeah. Mm. And you don't. because You it's push not, yourself harder, it's not set and up harder, like and yeah. Yeah, and, and of course, you just wake up one morning, and the routine's gone out of the window, and you go, oh. And then, you know, so I wrote about all of that, mm. and I was very honest about it. And um, I... I kept doing it, kept doing it, and, and, and I've, there are like 40 volumes of these things. And it goes from rags to riches to rags, and mm. then up and down. But that's good. Um, so what I'm planning to do in my dotage is publish them, very much like Casanova, but I'm going to bring out a book out called Punkanova, and it's going to be the first volume, which yeah. was from 1976, September, through to the eve of me going on top of the pops. Yeah. And it's the truth, and I want to obviously change names. And I wasn't happy because with the book, it was actually taken away from me. And they didn't change it. I wrote everything, but they re-edited it. They started right. with the suicide attempt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they wrote a kind of, <clears throat> you know, the guy doing it was a very nice chap, very sort of nice fella. But no one can come into your life as a stranger and understand mm. something that you're like. So they kind of put it a bit, it's a bit sort of shock value. Yeah, yeah, yeah so of it's course. Like, and it wasn't like that. Yeah. The book starts literally in a cafe in 76. It's raining. You know, Malcolm's just nicked the band. It's wet. And I'm saying, right. I saw Rocky 1. I went to the top of Primrose Hill. And <laughs> Did I you just, just run up there? And yeah, do that was the, it. I, if brilliant. there had been no Sylvester Stallone, I'd never, ever, ever have done it. Ever. Really? Not in a million years, never. Now, there's a revelation mm. that I wasn't expecting. Oh, that was, you're, you're saying the Rocky film? Yeah. Fantastic. Rocky 1. Yeah. And I'm going to direct... I wrote... My 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 book, Stand and Deliver, is now going to be is now being um, turned into a screenplay. Oh, superb! And we're going to do uh, a film, and I'm going to direct. I've written another uh, script called Bad All Over, which yeah. I'm going to direct myself. Um, because I've written scripts before, I was I wrote a script called London Bridge, which was going to be directed by Hal Ashby, who's mm. a legendary director. Directed five easy pieces, and you know, wonderful director. And he died unfortunately before doing it. But you know, this this project is because I've always storyboarded my own videos and directed mm. them and whatever. Um, I've got you know interest now. I've got um, interest from some very substantial uh, artists. Who would you have playing you in a film? Uh, I've got no idea. Well, there are two people. Um, but one of them is English, one is American. But it depends what kind of film you're a mate. Yeah. If you want to make a kind of blockbuster, then you have to deal with Hollywood. I've lived in Hollywood for five years. Yeah. And if you do that, you pay the price. I mean, obviously the music's there. The music would be great, and I'm alive, so I wouldn't let anybody mess around with it. And but on the other hand, someone that's taking the part has to be willing to do a Mickey Rourke, mm. who in the wrestler cut himself. So I did a scene in the film where, in my story, where I actually wanted to test my own sort of courage and i'd be very interested in african tribes and rituals so i had you know a swear word carved in my back with a razor blade yeah, yeah. and someone <clears> I, a certain actor i wouldn't expect him to do the lot but to experience that pain uh, if mickey rourke looked like me i'd get mickey rourke in a minute mm. 
He was brilliant. The rest um, of them, wasn't he? Because he's a great guy. Yeah. But you know, there are there's a couple of British actors. Um, chap called Nick Moran who who does resemble me. I'm aware of Nick Moran, yeah, of course. Muse, that was great. But then there's Johnny Depp. I was going to say Johnny, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. That's yeah. I of. But you know. Oh, our music. That was the film in a like a supermarket. Was was there? A, there was. Yeah, a, he did. Yeah. My mate Mackenzie was in that. Yeah, he was in. He's in. Um, did you Pirates. like that? Pardon? Did you like that? Though? Yeah, I thought it was me. It, I really. It was brilliant, it was wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he's a great. He, he's directed Telstar. He's a very, very. He was in uh, Lockstock as well, wasn't he? Yeah, of course. I've not seen Telstar, but apparently it's fantastic. No, it's very good. But, but, you know, it's really... When you've got an artist who's alive, like when they did the Ray Charles story, the reason it was so good is because he was alive. And the actor that won the Oscar, won the Oscar, obviously wonderful performance, but when he went to play with Ray Charles, you know, he's playing, and, and he was playing with Ray Charles, and he played, and he apparently dropped a note, and Ray Charles said, you ain't going to do that to me, are you? <laughs> And he knows he's right on his case. If yeah. the artist is alive, yeah. obviously, you know, you don't interfere, but uh, it's an odd thing. But, you know, it's a good place. I was trained to... Uh, I was studied with a guy called Harry Mastro, George, in Los Angeles for four years. Yeah. And I had Ray Liotta in my class, Daryl Han- uh, Hannah, wow. Vincent Spano, Sherry Belafonte, and, you know, some good people. And when you're doing a scene with Ray Liotta, you better... And this was not methodology. This was basically: here's the story. Your job's to tell the story. To come into communication with the story. Yeah. Don't mess around with it. You don't change one iota of the story. So there's no methodology. You don't have to be a drunk to imagine. You know, it's play- Olivier said it's you know acting's playing pretend. It's a child's game. Mm. And he was the greatest in my view ever. Together with well, I mean, I like people like Spencer Tracy and Gene Hackman's a great actor. Mm. Robert Duvall's a great actor. De- I've met De Niro. De Niro's a you know fine actor, but. The ones that really are great are like Montgomery Cliff, John Garfield. Yeah. And we got some very fine actors over here. Tim Roth's a great actor. Tim Roth's fantastic. One um, of the best. But, uh, the, you know, Tim, is, 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 oh, it's a job because he's very workmanlike. Mm. He, they don't, don't get affected by it. Mm. But some people buy into the, the wrong side of it. Yeah. So it's sort of... But when you go to Hollywood and I studied, it was the first time I'd heard no. It was sort of, I'm going off the track here, but I've written this all in my diary. Yeah. Because um, people don't believe, you know, you're going for a job and you're sitting in Liam Neeson sitting next to you. Mm. And it's not name-dropping, but he was at that level and you're going in for a part. And I mean, how the bloody hell am I going to... <laughs> you know, you're going in there for a part of, like, a six-foot-ten... Uh, but you go for everything. Yeah, there. of course. Like, I was doing 20 auditions a week yeah. and getting told no on 20 of them. Yeah. And But I've done 19 movies. Yeah. I worked with Dennis Hopper, uh, Harry Dean Stanton... I love Harry Dean Stanton. Spielberg. Yeah. I worked for um, the great John Frankenheimer, who directed Manchurian Candidate, mm. and uh, Birdman of Alcatraz. I mean, this guy's, you know, you, when he said cut, eh, yes, Mr. Franken, I was no messing around. Mm. And my ambition is, if I'm going to direct a film, take a leaf out of Clint Eastwood's book, because he was the man with no name. I was the man with the white stripe across his nose, or the Band-Aid. And I studied that. Yeah. And I'm not going to do it unless, you know, if people don't have the respect for you, when he says action, it's, and when he says cut, mm. it's cut. Yeah. When I'm making a record, if they don't want to listen to what I'm saying, then get someone else to, to work. Listen, we're running out of time. I'll, I'll plug the gigs again in a second. I've got two, two final questions, if that's all yeah. right. I could listen to you all night, I've got man. plenty round the back. <laughs> I don't want to know about what you've got round the back, Adam. I've got no interest in it, please. I know. Two Sorry. quick questions. Uh, the, um, the, the Motown 25th anniversary mm, thing. Yeah. I've, I've just been reading a book about uh, um, Marvin Gaye. Yeah. And it alludes to the thing that happened between you and Diana Ross. Where she mm. cut, what, what happened there? Well, I 
got asked to do it because my mentor was Barry Gordy. He taught mm. me everything about the music industry. I spent, I was very good friends with a lady called Suzanne DePass, who was vice president of Motown Records. And through my agent in LA, Michael Black, I got to know her and I ended up staying with Barry Gordy. And he taught me all really about record production, yeah. about Motor City and how they used to listen to the, the tracks as the class were coming off the. The, the the line he he'd have a link and he'd play the songs through the the radio yeah and it, all kinds of things and I met Marvin Gaye wow and um, I recorded uh, he said you can do it Barry said you can do any song you want from the catalogue because the thing was wow. yesterday day forever yeah he'd seen the videos Michael Jackson liked it I went to visit Michael Jackson and he wow. was lovely and his family were gorgeous, and he's a genius, and, and again, one of the other geniuses we yeah. have. And uh, and I got to know these people, and then I got, the next thing I knew, um, I'm with uh, Gil Askey in the st- studio doing Baby Red Love, the same guys that play the original. Mm. And uh, I did it, and then I had to um, go on stage. And, uh, and you know... I'd had a, a cartilage operation about 11 days before, so my knee had gone. Yeah. My knee was gone. I knew that. It was all strapped up. So I dressed up, and I did it, and then there was... Duh, 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 and baby. And you've got the whole of, you know, <laughs> there's four tops here, but there. <laughs> so these are people that I worship and adore, you know, and um, and I'll do it, baby, baby. And it was going all right. I wear white wrestling boots, and they're mocking about, and... Um, and then I thought, my knee went. My knee actually went. Oh, Christ, here we go. And it's live. So I went down on one leg and sat down. I thought, you know, this would be all right. And then also, all of a sudden, the audience went, hey, I thought, Christ, you know, I really appreciate the effort. I look over, there's Diana Ross. I go, Christ. I stood up, and it's like my hit. It's like my jaw at the floor. And she came out on stage, and you didn't know I'd she never, was going to I'd it. never met her before. So she started dancing with me. How mad is this? And that was that. And then uh, I came off, and as I came off... There was Marvin Gaye in a white suit and Smokey Robinson in a dark suit. And they put their arms around me and hugged me. And then, and then I came off stage and then it was like... Hugged by Marvin Gaye, man. And, oh, and, then, and then the next minute it was like, I came off and said, oh, thank you very much. And Marvin came to the room and said, you know, I'm Marvin Gaye. I said, I know you are. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, and I reckon I do, sir. And then it was like, that was it. And then at the next... And, and I was on the stage about ten foot away and it's like, and now, uh, Michael Jackson did... Uh, Billy Jean mm. first time ever so I'm 10 foot oh no I had to follow Michael Jackson he'd done it before <laughs> after he'd done that it's like and now from London Michael England. Jackson was his warm up act yeah. <laughs> but he changed history and I'm standing there and I think oh dear here we go was that but, was the first time he moonwalked wasn't first it, time think, he did any of it yeah and he was an incredibly uh, gentle mm. kind uh, artist he mm. was a pure artist I'm not an artist I'm an artisan mm. But he was, he had, you know, this kid was doing it since he was four. And if you look at This Is It, I had a good... Uh, seeing This Is It actually made me want to do it again. Mm, really? It made, yeah, it made me want to do it right as well, because if you don't have that kind of respect from the musicians around you, then don't do it. Yeah. And he earned it, and I've earned it, and I'm going to get it. But he, he... I've been doing it for 34 years. He did it for, like, you know, 40 years. Mm. But, you know, come on, he was walking through it. And his walkthrough was better than anything yeah. there's ever going to be. Yeah. And the guy was, you know, the guy was just a, you know, it was an assassination, really. I mean, I'm with Latoya on that one. I really think that's a nasty... There'll be... That was a conspiracy, in my view. Yeah. I don't know where and when I'm not going to get involved because I want to finish my career. <laughs> but, um, 
you know, uh, I, I don't really want to have an opinion on this. <laughs> Who are you saying to me that you did these things? No, I mean, it's a nightmare. But he, he was a, you know, I mean, come on. You know, he was a real... He weren't a little. He, the, the, the act, the act was. I spent a whole day with him. I spent like eight hours with him at his home, and he was just, you know, creeping around like. And I want you to see my llama, and I was all creeping. Around. <laughs> I went on for a few hours, and, and then we went into his cinema and watched um, White Light, White Heat, yeah. with Cagney, and he was going to make the a remake of it with Spielberg. Wow. And we spent about two hours in there because everybody went because everyone was watching him. And then he said, showed me a few dance moves because I'd done my leg in. And he said, well, you know, you don't want to do, you want to pivot. You're going to do... Oh, this. so that was good. And I still use that now because I don't jump around anymore. Yeah. I just use my hips, don't I, girls? <laughs> and, um... We should make... Listen, we've got... We've got a, a, you better out. go now because yeah. I, I better go now. <laughs> You're the DJ. And I don't, I don't We wanna, better go now. Get out of my studio. Oh, Apart I will. from the whip lady, you can stay as long as you want, love. Ooh. And without... without <laughs> Catherine... Listen, and without prying, because you know, you're, you're kind of your story has been put in the papers up. Are you? You're looking well. Are you well? Yeah, I, you know, I've always been a nutcase. Uh, you've got to be a nutcase to. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but no, you've got to be mad to be in rock and roll because you look at the odds. I mean, the odds of getting and not surviving are pretty, you know, pretty major, really. But um, you know, it's a miracle that I was even before all that stuff happened. That turmoil. Um, the truth of which I can't really say because if I do it will just, just stop now and it will get legal but yeah. you know the fact that I have had guns pulled on me I've been stabbed shot at yeah. I've had men, you know I've, and, and, and that was gladly that's not around anymore but punk rock was a very heavy violent thing but there was this also this wonderful you know spirit that I think um, it was set a president but it was a very ugly time yeah. and a lot, a lot of casualties you yeah know? a lot of people have died and I really don't like drugs at all I won't have drugs at all I've never taken drugs no and I'm a very big stickler on that and I think that it's something that gets glamorised a lot you yeah. know Keith Richard can handle it yeah. because basically you know he's Keith Richard but it doesn't actually um, it, it's a product of boredom if you're mm. going to be in rock and roll it's boring because that 90 minutes is what you live for and the rest mm. of the time you're on a bus it's bad food and all that but again that's wonderful but nine times around you've got to be disciplined mm. and the discipline is what um, the girls here make sure the, the dis discipline is what Catherine's got we've got plenty of it's lovely to see you sir it's lovely to see all of you uh, Catherine, Geor Georgina and Sarah it's great to be here the gigs the dates that we've got December the 16th at the Camden Electric Ballroom uh, and the 25th uh, 21st 25th is Christmas Day. Who, you, no one would do a gig no, on Christmas Day. 21st at the Kentish Town HMV Forum. The new album is coming out in January. When it comes out, come in. The single will be in January. Okay. Um, the single, I can tell you, will be... Uh, there's there's a double, uh, probably a double A side called... First one will be Hard Men, Tough Blokes. And uh, possibly Cradle Your Hatred. Come um, in, come in and do some songs for us. Come in and do a little God, session. I'll do an acoustic one. Yeah, yeah that'd be wicked, man. I'd love that. That'd be great. All right, listen, lovely to meet you all. Thank you very much. I'm going to end on one of the hits, if that's all right. I can stand and deliver, because I had it oh. in the car and it sounded... Oh, you rap scallion. <laughs> do you not want that one? I, no, I love it. Why oh, not? In that case, let's have that. Thank Adam, you. Adam Thank it's you a pleasure to meet you all. Thank Cheers, you. mate. Thank you.
Absolute Radio, now with a cooler, smoother taste. Absolute Radio. Rock and Roll Football is back this Saturday with Russ Williams. Join me, Russ Williams, from 1.30 for all the build-up to this weekend's big game. And then at three, we have commentary from Jim Proudfoot. I'll be at Villa Park for the Midlands Derby, Aston Villa against West Brom. Then, it's Ian Wright. Thanks, boys. I'll wrap it up. And you can hear from the managers and the fans at full time. Rock and roll football live with Sky Sports. Enjoy all of the festive football fixtures this Christmas in sparkling high definition with Sky Sports HD. Absolute Radio. Is there anything more Yorkshire than a trusty Yorkshire terrier? (coughs) That's right, Samson. The answer is no. But Plusnet Broadband's call centre comes pretty close. Why? Because the Yorkshire folk who work there are helpful, friendly, reliable, good-looking, they'll always buy a round, the daughter's hairy, and they sat just up the road in lovely Sheffield. Of course, a Yorkshire call centre won't lick your face first thing in the morning or fetch a stick. <laughs> but you won't have to take it outside to do its business either. And you don't have to chase them round the house to bath them. So, uh, so it's all good, I say. Plus net. Good, honest broadband from Yorkshire. 
Oh, woe is you. Christmas is here and you haven't bought a thing. Well, chin up. It's not over until the fat bird is out of the oven. Just go to IWantOneOfThose.com. You can order fabulous gifts for Christmas delivery right up to December the 22nd. So, Tiny Tim, you shall go to the ball. Or, better, IWantOneOfThose.com. Every hour, one customer will get their whole basket paid for and everyone wins a consolation prize. Get the stuff they really, really want this Christmas at IWantOneOfThose.com. Right, well, you know, you've got uh, the wooden flooring. That's going to add a fair bit. And uh, the panelling don't come cheap. But I should be able to knock a little bit off for labour. So, um, let me have a little look. Say, um, £5,467.19. pence. Turn estimated bills into accurate ones with our online energy smart service. You'll only pay for the energy you use each month, putting you firmly in control. Find out more at britishgas.co.uk. Look after your world with British Gas. Exclusions apply. Ian Lee. It's about love and life. And live radio wrestling matches. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio.
Excuse us, dear listener. Eloise and I are reminiscing about the time we interviewed Adam Ads, the nicest man in the world. Wasn't he lovely? And I'm sorry, we didn't play much music then. And Mr Grace, if you're listening, I can only apologise, but... I could have listened to him talking all night for the two hours and then I could have gone home with him and sat up till dawn. Wasn't he fat? We just got here, Marvin, Marvin Gaye hugged me. Um, I went round to Michael Jackson. Just fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Adam Ad. And looking well. Really good to see him looking and sounding well, you know. I, was, I wasn't I was sure. I only found out this afternoon. I got a call from Eloise at about 2 o'clock this afternoon. Do you want Adam Ant live on the show? I was like, uh, what are you calling for? Yes. Of course I do. And I wasn't sure, you know, because I've heard the story. But he looked well, sounded well, sounded focused, focused about his music. Give me an excuse to play my greatest hits, Adam Ant, greatest hits in the car. 
My sister is going to die tomorrow when she switches on her phone and there's a message from Adam Ant. She's actually going to die. Just to remind you, he's playing um, 16th of December at the Camden Electric Ballroom and the 21st at the Kentish Town HMV Forum. Um, well, what a nice man. We should take some phone calls, really, I suppose. It'd be great if he came in and did a live session, wouldn't it? Oh, I'll have that. I'll have that. I'm, I'm Sometimes, right, I'm aware that I've got the, one of the cushiest jobs in the world. Basically, I get paid quite well, quite well, not masses, but I get paid quite well to come and sit in here two hours a night and dick around. That's it. And that's it. And sometimes it's enjoyable. Sometimes I hate it, if I'm honest. Sometimes it pisses me off. Sometimes I go home and go, yeah, that was a good show. And then sometimes you talk to someone like that for an hour and you kind of just realise what a privilege this job is to do that. Because that was fascinating. The people he's met and worked with, the number of records he's sold, wonderful. We'll get him back any time he wants to come. Any time he wants to come. Right! We'll start the show, shall we? Um, oh, on tomorrow's show, we're giving away two of the Frank Sidebottom, going off on a complete tangent, two of the Frank Sidebottom box sets that are, uh, are coming out. Uh, and they are beautiful. You can get them now. If you go to Amazon, you can buy them now. They are beautiful. Really stunning. I think it's, I think it's pretty much everything you put out on vinyl. I'm not, I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. And there's a load of videos on there as well. A treat. I've got mine. Beautiful. I wrote a few words in there. Oh, yes. Uh, and we're going to give away two of those box sets. We may have a little competition. Someone suggested on Twitter we do a, 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 a impersonate Frank. Well, hang on. The aircon's gone off. Hang on. I wonder if it's getting hot in here. I turned the blooming aircon off. What am I thinking? Someone suggested on Twitter we do a, a who can do the best Frank Sidebottom impersonation. That, that may be the way to go tomorrow to give away two of those. 030-123-1215 is the phone number. Eloise is busy putting the podcast out, which is going to be the Adamant interview. So... It's called straight to air up until one o'clock when, when Polly comes in. Does that sound like a, does that sound like a good deal? I've got to play a load of music because I'm way behind, and I don't want Talksport to complain that we're not playing enough records. You know what I mean? So I will play some music and we'll 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 get by and we'll do our stuff. But if you want to do some calls, straight to air, oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. When I met you, you were just sixteen. Pulling the wings off the flies When an old lady got hit by a truck I saw the wicked gleam in your eyes You're sadistic Sits my masochistic There's a whip in my belief Oh yeah, who taught you to torture? Who taught you? Who taught you? Thank you very much, Line 1. That was nice, wasn't it? Let's go to, um... Line 2, you're on the wireless. Hey, Fito. Hello? You there? Find out what's happening. Who? Oh, it's you. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, guy. Hey, Mum, you been up to? Oh, you know, this, this and that. I'm buying a house and stuff. Yeah, where are you moving to? Like I'm going to tell you that. Classified information as well, you know, sir. I know where you live anyway. Oh. 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 Why, why is this oh. a very weird why, line? Why is this a very weird line? 
it's all gone psychedelic. I don't know what's going on there. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Yes, line three, you're on the air. Hello, it's Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Long time no talk. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember me? No. I fell in my well, remember? Oh, you're the falling in the well guy. Yeah, I am. Are you out of the well yet? I am. Okay, well, 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 that's good to know. Yeah, how are you? Got really chapped lips and I don't think I've got any Carmex with me, so I'm not particularly happy. Damn, where's Eloise today? She, what do you mean, where's Eloise today? She's in the other studio editing the podcast. Oh. Is, is that it? No, not really. Just seeing how you were. Okay, well, um, I'm going to cut you off now. Boring. This is Absolute Radio. Yes, you were. Weekend mornings brought to you by Tree Bar Softments. Frank Skinner. I, I presume you've talked about us not getting the World Cup this morning, have you? We're not got it. Oh, oh, sorry to break this. To... No. Sorry, sorry. I've, I've, I've taped it. I haven't had a chance to watch it back. Yet. Oh right. Oh, I've got your man. medical results here as well. Is <laughs> that you spell comedian? <laughs> Frank Skinner. Saturday morning at eight. Get the mistletoe ready this Christmas with the soft minty taste of Tree Boss Soft Mints. Sponsors of Dave Gorman and Frank Skinner's Weekend Shows. Absolute Radio. It's time to relax and put the... Back into Christmas shopping with Matalan. With half price on selected ladies' coats, knitwear and party wear, plus many more offers in store, there's something special for everyone. And with free parking, late opening and online shopping, who says this can't be the best Christmas ever? Is there anything more Yorkshire than a trusty Yorkshire terrier? (coughs) That's right, Samson. The answer is no. But Plusnet Broadband's call centre comes pretty close. Why? Because the Yorkshire folk who work there are helpful, friendly, reliable, good-looking, they'll always buy around, the daughter's hairy, and they sat just up the road in lovely Sheffield. Of course, a Yorkshire call centre won't lick your face first thing in the morning or fetch a stick. <laughs> but you won't have to take it outside to do its business either. And you don't have to chase them round the house to bath them. So, uh, so it's all good, I say. Plus net. Good, honest broadband from Yorkshire. two-hour-long late-night radio show starting at 11. I'm waiting for my moment to
you wanna be a winner? Did you wanna be an icon? Did you wanna be famous? Did you wanna be the president? Did you wanna start a war? Did you wanna have a family? Did you wanna be in love? Did you wanna Double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. Unusual show. We had a guest for the first hour. Adam Ant was wonderful. If you want to get the best bits podcast, that'll be the interview. If you're new to the show, it's not always like this. The last couple of shows have been a bit odd. Yesterday we had the the Lost special. Tonight we had Adam Ant. It, it doesn't normally sound like this, but I'm enjoying doing a little bit different bits and pieces, and you know, flexing my muscles in other directions. I hope you are as well. I know some of you aren't because I can see your your uh, texts. But do you know what? I couldn't give a stuff. Uh, if you do like the show and you want to hear more, then I suggest you get the podcast. You can get them either on um, uh, iTunes, type in Ian Lee, Absolute Radio, or you can go to absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee and get them from there. I've sent a very exciting email from Japan. This band that are playing now, the Recorder Quartet, they're coming to London in May next year. I've just had an email from their manager, Shinomi. Um, which means they're going to come to London and do some gigs and they're going to come in the studio and play some songs in the studio in May. How exciting is that? Uh, So if you want to see one of the... These guys are awesome. Listen to this. And she keeps calling me back again. One of my little boys... My little boy's second favourite song. Uh, if you want to uh, see Crew Quota Quartet, make sure you, you keep listening to the show and as soon as we get more details, boy oh boy, we'll let you know. I've got some emails to send to Japan tomorrow. 030-123-1215 is the phone number. I'm in a good mood, which is uh, unusual these days, so make the most of it because he won't be here tomorrow. 33 minutes until uh, Polly James comes in and does her excellent thing. Uh, which usually involves vandalising the studio and, and making it so it doesn't work, but that's we, we overlook that because she's so good at what she does. Let's take some calls straight to air. Line six, you're on the wireless. Thank you very much. If you want to phone up and sing lines from Adam Ant songs, you're more than welcome to. I'm sure he'd be very pleased. Line five, you're on the wireless. Hello? 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 Do you like to play with you? Yes. Oh, good. I'm not telling you what it is, but you're going to have one. It better not be a bloody rug. It's not a rug. Okay. And it better not be any food. No, it's not food. Okay, I'm still slightly nervous, but never mind. You've got to wait and see. It's a Christmas surprise. Oh, Christmas surprise, you say, Victoria? (laughs) Oh, bloody Christmas surprise! (laughs) I look forward to it. Okay, Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. There we go. It's um, Victoria. She's one of the show's poet laureates. Although the other poet laureate, whose name escapes me, doesn't call in anymore. 
Which is a shame. It's got a line six. Six, you're on the wireless. Hey, man, it's Nate. Hey, Nate, how you doing? Yeah, I'm cool, man. Are you looking forward to Christmas? Uh, yeah, I am. I bought a Christmas tree today. Oh, good, a real one? Yeah, I did. We're, we're in this weird situation where we could possibly be moving house before Christmas, or not, we don't know, and everything is packed up in boxes. And so it's all a bit miserable in our house, and today I made the decision I'm going to go out and buy a lovely little Christmas tree, and I did, and the wife's decorated it, and suddenly I'm in the Christmas spirit, Nath. Oh, lovely, well done. I'm in a very you know good mood. What was telling you about? The what, Sorry. That date, when I was going to take a girl to that Italian restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that go? Uh, we had to take a rain check because her friends got involved. And oh. My friends were saying, look, mate, come back off. We're from two different cultures. Oh, OK. Well, what culture are you from and what culture is she I'm from? I'm English. I'm English, but she's from Asia. OK. I mean, just all got a bit complicated. So who, who, was saying, who was saying, who was getting involved then? Well, from what I can gather, from what I can gather, the reason why she blew me out... Yeah. Right, because she's Asian, she, got, she had all her na- Asian friends saying, yeah. stay away from him, he's no good, yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. Which was a bit out of order of them, really was. It is a bit, I, but your friends were saying the same thing, were they? No, my friends are cool with it, Okay, you know? okay. Well... Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe that... Maybe that's for the best, Nathan. You know, maybe she wasn't the right girl for you. I know, but... but it's a shame, and it's a shame when people get involved. Yeah. They should just let two people get on and, and make their own minds up. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. Well, let us know if the, if the date happens again or if, if someone else comes along. OK, so have a good Christmas. And, and you... love to you and yours. Love Thank you, Nathan. Time. It's very kind of you, mate. You have a good one as well. Let's go to line eight. Eight, you're on the wireless. Have a good Christmas. Hello? Hello, line eight, that's you. Hello? Hello? Yes? Hello, hello there. Hello there, yes. Yes, it's me. I know. I, I just want to say hello because I haven't been on the air for a while. What's your name? My name's Lee. Hello, Lee. Uh, yeah, just thought I'd say a like, uh, good thing with uh, Adamant earlier. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it nice to hear him sounding so well and chipper? He was. This was quite. I could have listened to him all night. What a fascinating bloke. Hello? He's listening. Hello, yeah, if you can get Polly James to uh, play the Ocean Colour Scenes. I will um, tie Polly James up, up to a chair and um, throw custard pies at her until she agrees to play Ocean Colour Scene. How about that, Lee? Yeah, just anyone. Just anyone. Just any one of them. Just, just, which one? Anyone. Just them. anyone. Okay, so you can, yeah, not, she not, knows. She knows. Yeah, she yeah. knows. She knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Polly is now listening upstairs going, I don't think I'm going to go on the radio tonight. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to do the radio. Let's try this one, shall we? Line 7, you're on the wireless. Hello, Line 7. Hello. Hello. Uh, I don't know much. Okay. That's why this conversation is going to be short and quick. Beautiful. Bye. Bye. There we go. That's what we like. <laughs> line, one, line 1, you're on the wireless. Hello. 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 There's someone there. I can hear them. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Can you hear me? I can. That's why I'm responding to you. Are you there? I can hear you. I'm here. Hello, Ian, are you there? I'm here. I'm talking to you, you idiot. Ian, where are you? Come on, Ian. You are an idiot. 
Is that a hospital radio? Are you there? OK, there we go. It's, uh... I'm enjoying myself tonight. It doesn't happen very often. I'm a grumpy old sod. Hello, Line 2. You're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. It's a pleasure to speak to you, Ian. Nice to speak to you, Winston Churchill. Big fan. Not Winston Churchill. I've got a fair idea for us. Oh, okay. Deepest voice ever. Uh, Winston Churchill. I've had it with me. Says, ah. My voice is much deeper than Winston Churchill. Your voice is much deeper than Winston Churchill. Question, though. Hello, yes, what? What was Adam Ant wearing tonight? It was very squeaky. It was very... <laughs> he had was on... Was plastic or leather? It was leather. I knew it. Just wanted to clear that up. It was a leather jacket, and the young lady, Georgina, who was sat next to him, also had a leather jacket on, but Adam Ant was the squeakier of the two jackets. I'm a big fan of Adam. It, he's a nice bloke. I, was, uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to get, and what I get was an absolutely charming gentleman who's quite humble, I think, and I, I, a pleasure to talk to. Some great record. Yeah, he's done some I was good. Just disconcerted by the squeakiness. <laughs> well, if I see him again, I'll let him know that you were put off by the squeakiness. Fantastic. Thank you, mate. There we go. Uh, I, mean, I wish it could be like this every night, don't you? Wish it could be Christmas every day. Uh, just more of a call straight to air after uh, Coldplay and their Christmas song, Christmas Lights. I've got a cracking Christmas record to play you tomorrow. A cracky one by Margot Gurian who uh, came on the show a couple of weeks ago. A brilliant Christmas song, but this isn't bad. Have a listen to this. Christmas night, another fight. Tears we cried, a flood. Got all kinds of poison in, of poison in my blood. I took my feet to Oxford Street, trying to right or wrong. Just walk away. Windows say, but I can't believe she's gone. When you're still waiting for the snow to fall, doesn't really feel like Christmas at all.
Christmassy today. Because we don't know if we're moving or not. We're moving before Christmas? I, I don't know. After Christmas? I don't know. Someone tell me. We heard it might be before Christmas, but we don't know for sure. So my whole flat is in boxes. And it's not, you know, very nice. And we got the little boy, and it's his first Christmas, and very un-Christmassy. I haven't done any shopping whatsoever. Don't need to get anything with my sister now. I've got Adam Ann to phone her up. <laughs> how cool is that? Seriously, how cool is that, Joe? You owe me big time. And um, I got him to sign a right in this book as well, and he's, uh, he's, he, <laughs> he's done plenty in there. Good luck. Um, but so I went and got a little tree, tiny little tree, three foot tall, some decorations on it, played a Christmas CD today. Suddenly, suddenly, I'm in the Christmas mood, and I'm looking forward to it. And you know what? This year, it's going to be bloody good. Bloody good. Let's go to uh, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello oh, again. Jesus. Yes. No, I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? What? Yeah, well, listen, as, as some advice for your house. I hope it all goes well and you can move in okay. The housing market is pretty dire all across the country. So you, you, you better get in there quick and get sold because... If it gets to the new year, I think you're going to struggle personally, Ian. Okay, th- thank you very much. I don't quite know what I've, I've, you know, I don't quite know what it was about. Line two, you're on the wireless. Prince Charming, Prince Charming. Lovely thing. <laughs> that, that may have been Adam Ann phoning up, I don't know. Maybe that's what his voice sounds like now, I just don't know. I don't know, but I'm certainly going to go to the gig in Camden. Uh, let's go to line three, you're on the wireless. My baby says I mistreat her. I don't know about that. I only know when I beat her. She's like to call me here. She keeps me on playing those B-side records all day long in the flat. They're a little bit obscure, she says. I call her her B-side baby. And that's that. That's it, I'm afraid. This is Absolute Radio. Do I buy Country Life butter? Because unlike Anchor from New Zealand, it supports our great British dairy farmers. Oi! Rotten! Get off my land! No, I buy Country Life because I think it tastes the best! Country Life. It's not about Great Britain, it's about great butter. It's time to relax and put the... back into Christmas shopping with Matalan. With half price on selected ladies' coats, knitwear and party wear, plus many more offers in store, there's something special for everyone. And with free parking, late opening and online shopping, who says this can't be the best Christmas ever? Right, well, you know, you've got uh, the wooden flooring, that's going to add a fair bit, and uh, the panelling don't come cheap, but I should be able to knock a little bit off for labour. So um, let me have a little look. Say, um, £5,467.19. Turn estimated bills into accurate ones with our online energy smart service. You'll only pay for the energy you use each month, putting you firmly in control. Find out more at britishgas.co.uk. Look after your world with British Gas. Exclusions apply. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Here we go again. 
sore throat again. This is, um, I lost my voice a couple of weeks ago. Now I'm getting a sore throat again. Having a baby, you see. Talking about the boy a lot tonight. I never talk about him, but... Uh, well, obviously I do talk about him, just not on air. Silly to have a baby and never talk about it, but on air, I kind of. But I'm, he's he's coughing and spluttering, and um, uh, I, I, I always get his colds. I always get people's colds, and I'm getting his all the time. So fingers crossed. Ginger tea, I'm doing, and that's it. Really gargling with uh, aspirin. Soluble aspirins are the ones that dissolve, aren't they? I don't I don't know. There's soluble, and there's the other kind, and I I, I never really buy the sol. The, the, that is the one that dissolves. I think it is, because I tried to, to just, like, put one in my mouth and it all went a bit fizzy. I don't like fizzy in my mouth. Anyway, off on a tangent. 030-123-1215 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. We're taking calls straight to air for the last 15 minutes of the show. Polly James is on at 1 o'clock. Uh, and, God damn it, she's going to play an Ocean Colour scene song or this whole building is going to get burnt down. Uh, Eloise is putting the podcast together and putting that out so it'll be ready for you at some point. If you want to call up and go straight to where to say anything you want. Maybe you want to sing an Adam Ant song, maybe you want to have a go at me, maybe you want to say it was good, maybe you want to tell me what you had for your breakfast. I don't know. O double three oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Don't swear, don't be libelous. We've got a seven second delay. I can cut you off, dump that bit, and stop you from ever phoning in again. I know I have the power. Line two, you're on the wireless. And 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 music. Oh, hang on a second. Eloise just shouted in my ear. What was that? Oh no, hang on. Which what what mic are you on? Two. You haven't got one. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We can make this work. Hang on a minute. There's got to be a there's got to be a button somewhere that will make Eloise talk. Um, hang on. Oh, balls. She just whispered in my ear, there isn't, because she... Hang on a minute. Would this... Say Say that again. Montage! Okay, all right, calm down, love. Don't have a a fit. She's referring to this. Last night, Ian Lee did this. I'm an idiot. Have you been asleep for weeks like a bear hibernating? No, 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 no. Karate. I love estate agents and lawyers. Just felt a bit cheated. I splurged. But I was quite disappointed by the ending. Grown. A bit of stretching, dancing. The little what? The little rat. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> Hang on a minute. What's my accent sound like then? I've got it up. Yeah, I see, yeah, that, that's, yeah, I'm jealous. And you put it down. I'm also a little bit aroused at the same, the same time. Oh, we don't know what you're talking about. Why were certain people just not in the church? I've got no idea. I'm not your mum. No. Well, you used to be. It's something new for me to think about. Try not to belt. Oh, thank you. Oh, it was incredible. I was nearly sick. It didn't whimper out. Okay, I'm not going to stand for this any longer. Your licence is an illegal weapon. I found it difficult, I'm not going to lie. And he pulls out a clown's nose and puts it on. Download the full podcast from iTunes, and right now, it's time for the live show. Well, the last 13 minutes of the live show is what it's time for. Uh, 030 I'm actually having fun tonight. I'm having fun, Eloise. We should, um... Get out of man for the first hour more often, because I'm quite enjoying this. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number. Let's go to uh let's go to line three. Hello, line three, you're on the wireless. Oh yeah. Is that Jerry? It's Ed. How you doing, mate? You're right. I don't know where my microphone is on this phone. I don't know. The microphone's nowhere near your mouth, I can tell you that much. Is that me back, eh? No! <laughs> I don't know 
We can just... You sound like Orville. We can just about hear you. Right, make yourself look popular. Yeah? You've got loads of empty... You've got loads of boxes in your, your, in your place, haven't you? Loads of boxes, yes. Wrap them up as Christmas presents and put name tags on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a very good idea. Jerry, I'll give that a go. Thank you. Try and find your microphone, you blooming idiot. That's not bad, is it? Huge boxes I got. Full of crap. 17 boxes. 17 boxes of CDs, DVDs, and books. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Line three, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. It's Winston again. Hello, Winston. Hello, Winston. We'll find them on the beaches. We'll find them bitches. Yes. Normally, poor cat listener. Just wondered. Whatever happened to Alan from Glasgow? Alan from Glasgow. He said he did say it. I dumped you anyway, just in case. Uh, I did give him a TV, didn't I? A big. I, I, he probably he sold that and he to to buy himself some pot noodles or something. Oh, uh, this one. I haven't heard him a long time. He gave me a TV and never even called on. Unbelievable. Well, hey, listen. If that's all it takes to get rid of my irritating callers, I will give them all TVs. Hmm. Untrust them. Yeah, yeah. Untrusting indeed. Untrusting. I'm trusting. I'm trusting. I'm
Tonight. Thank you very much, everybody who took part. Uh, Polly James up next. We're back tomorrow at 11. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner.